Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Authors and Dragons, where a group of comedic fantasy writers get together and try to make it through a whole game of Pathfinder without accidentally dying. Let's see if we pull it off this week. As always, the odds do not look great. Hi, I'm Joseph Brassi, and I will be playing the role of Bjorg Bjornsson, uh, finally conscious again barbarian. Uh, I was an author on the historical fantasy series The Mongoliad, and I just finished a novel called Glassblade. Battle Beer. Hi, this is Rick Walteri, and I'll be playing Silas Kane, devout uh, paladin of Toreg. And uh, I play, uh, or I write the Tome of Bill series, of which uh, Book 7, The Wicked Dead, will be coming out on December 11th, on, unless I fuck something up. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Robert Bevan. I, uh, I play the role of Klaus Richter, the rogue. Um, I write the uh, comedy fantasy series of novels and short stories, Caverns and Creatures. Um, book 4, uh, Critical Failures 4, should be out sometime later this month. My name is Steve Weverell. I pro I can't speak. I play Brandon Fymaster, the sexually attractive monk, and in real life I am the writer of the equally sexually attractive Doomsayer Journeys. I am Drew Hayes. I am the river pushing this rowboat of utter insanity further down the stream, aka the GM. Uh, I am the author of Superpowers, Corpies, NPCs, and I'm currently working on the third Fred the Vampire Accountants. Uh, probably due out in sometime in 2016. So you guys can stop asking about it. And when last we left off, our brave adventurers had nobly just fucked up some wolves. I mean, just... <laughs> if you haven't heard it, just go back and listen to that episode. It was, it was fucking nuts. Um, and they were traveling down the road with the stink of burning wolf flesh behind them as they threw one fern all onto the fire. I and, love the smell of burning wolf in the morning. Indeed. And uh, Kutherick, having expelled all of his healing energy, goes into the back, lays one last spell upon Jorg at the cost of his own consciousness, and collapses, doomed to sleep another eight hours, until his player manages to show up at a game. <laughs> but Bjorg wakes up. And I will need you all to roll me survival checks. All right, Silas gets a mighty six. Silas is rolling like sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Bjorg rolls a four. Klaus Richter rolls a uh, a five. <laughs> Brandon Firemaster rolls a nineteen. Whoa! Uh, At least you, one of us lives. <laughs> Bjorg, you wake up and are just impossibly dazed and and woozy, and you're like, "Why are we going the wrong way?" Uh and and Silas and Klaus are both like, shit, why are we going the wrong way? And Brandon Thymaster knows, well, if they're going to Caldern, you are going the right area. way. There's a sign, like, right over there that says Caldern. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kingdom Road. Isn't that a coastal city? It is. Well, that's the thing. Brandon Thymaster, you always know where the beach is. Just ask him where's the beach, you'll be able to point to it. <laughs> Sorry, reading signs is a sin. <laughs> oh. So, so uh, Brandon, if you want to relate it down. <laughs> Gentlemen, I believe that the beach is this way, beyond yonder delts. Nonsense. Uh, Bjorg, there's some random dude you've never seen before <laughs> telling you where the beach is. Um, Bjorg is sitting up, so uh, you know, Bjorg is sitting up, so all he can see is, like, abs. Um, what? <laughs> I, I, 
I don't under I don't understand. What is that smell? It smells like burning fur. That was breakfast, nearly. That's because it is burning fur. <laughs> you, you 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 burned wolf and didn't tell me? <laughs> oh, we did a lot worse than burning them. <laughs> uh, I, he's gonna kind of like stare at the new guy and blink a couple of times. You know, it's like, and 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 who are you? Greetings, large honorable friend. I am Brandon Fymaster of the Temple of the Many Fists, pointing towards the beach. <laughs> you called me honorable. George can always kind of regard this regard this fellow guy and just kind of stand up to his full height of, you know, some six five or six six or so and immediately begin flexing. That is that is impressive musculature, my large honorable friend. Perhaps one day you and I can pose together that the very universe may weep in envy. <laughs> But they will be glorious. Welcome to our company. Now let's turn this thing around. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make this weird. Just uh, just take in the moment. <laughs> well, with Brandon there to write your course, you can continue on the road in the correct direction. <laughs> uh, you will travel on for about a half a day. Nothing really going wrong. And then you come to a small fork in the road. And you may roll me perception checks. Klaus Richter rolls a 15. Silas gets an 11. Uh, Bjorg rolls a 11. Brandon Firemaster rolls a 14. Okay, you can all see the large wooden sign stuck in the uh, small fork. It says something that reading a sign is a victory for us, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 so finally, we can all actually agree on reading the sign. That's yeah. uh, this, is a, this is a good moment. Let's cherish this. Nope. So we need weird. an intelligence check first. <laughs> so oh, you yeah. see, I, I still don't know if I trust it. <laughs> so you basically see a large wooden sign, and they both say uh, to Caldern, but one's pointing. It says through the mountains, five days, and then the next one is pointing through the valley, one day. This is a decision that cannot be made by flexing. Indeed <laughs> not. Let us let us leave this decision in Toreg's hands. How exactly will that work? Yeah. We'll just we'll just smack the horse and see which way it goes. <laughs> I had a I feeling it involved smacking an animal. <laughs> I was not aware that Toreg was a patron of horse beating. It's I mean it's the olden days. Technically, every god's kind of a patron of horse beating. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> nope, just the only method of conveyance. You should have seen it earlier, man. He was beating himself. <laughs> the, the horse? <laughs> <laughs> it's been hanging out with us. Of course it is. <laughs> Silas converted the horse to Toreg. The horse was so funny. <laughs> oh. I have not noticed the horse repeatedly beating its head against the tree. Oh, there are many course. things that Alright, we're going to take five days to make this decision. <laughs> Um, Bjorg's gonna, Bjorg's gonna actually cut to the chase, and he's going to, uh, you know, haul back and slap the horse on the ass. <laughs> Choose, beast! Oh, we're going with that plan. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother! I mean, I guess the horse is just gonna pick a random direction, so, uh, give me a, uh, a 1d4. <laughs> Uh, no, wait, wait, make it a 1d5. Uh, 1 and 2 are left toward the mountains, 4 and 5 are right toward the, um, the valley, and 3 is it just runs right the fuck into the trees. <laughs> 2! 2. Alright, that is toward the mountains. You are taking the 5 day path. Uh, Torek wants us right closer to him. <laughs> okay. Good moment, my friends. There aren't a lot of decisions that a, a horse shouldn't be able to make for you. <laughs> Especially if you smack it enough. That is true. Good God. <laughs> Could the horse even read the signs? Different variations of animal <laughs> Yeah. Well, you guys are going to travel for about another half a day. And as you are going, you begin to notice that you are, of course, taking uh, the path you're on is no longer like a paved road because you're going up into mountainous terrain. Um, it is getting very steep and very uh, little, little more difficult to navigate. 
and the horses have slowed significantly. They are having more and more trouble navigating these narrow paths. Oh, now this was your this was your idea, asshole. I say it to the horse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you keep going. You ride up to nightfall. Uh, everybody, roll me survival checks. <laughs> Klaus Richter rolls a four. Silas Kane gets a sixteen. Brandon Firemaster rolls a seventeen. And Bjorg Bjornsson rolls an eight. <laughs> okay. I guess I love, we've made it to the beach. I love <laughs> that the monk knows so much more about survival than the barbarian right now. <laughs> These rocks will help me live. <laughs> Good rock. <laughs> oh, my friends. God. Okay, so Brandon and Silas realize that at the rate you're climbing and the path is narrowing, you're uh, you're going to have to leave the cart behind pretty soon. You think you can take the horses one by one for a little while, but they can't ride side by side anymore, and they obviously can't haul a, court, a cart like that. So you're either going to have to trek back down and take the other direction, or you're going to have to abandon the cart. I'm starting to second-guess the wisdom of these horses. Ah, we'll just throw, throw Kutharik over one of the horses and lead it. In my temple, I <laughs> you personal possessions, so uh, this will help me become closer to being one of the universe. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you guys are going to make camp for the night. Roll me uh first one to do it uh, is the one that counts. Somebody roll me a D100. I'll let somebody else do that. I, don't, I forgot how. A 14. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, that, yeah, that, that didn't sound like a good laugh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that is that is impressive. You mean impressively bad, don't you? Impressively bad, yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. I assume you're all going to take watch shifts through the night. Yes. Are there yeah. are there any trees? Uh, yeah, there are plenty of trees Ooh. all around. I would like to nest in one. Roll me a climb check. Klaus Richter rolls a twelve. That will get you up in a tree. Sweet. Um, God, what did we do last time? I think survival to try and make a. Uh oh. Yeah, try and make a, a nest up there. Klaus Richter rolls a six. Klaus Richter goes straight through the branches and crashes to the ground. Awesome. Taking one damage. Ouch. The pain, oh. the pain. All right, well, I guess I'll, I'll sleep in the cart. Might as well use it while you've got it. Mm. All right, uh, let's see. So you guys are going to take five, one, two, three, four. Five shifts? Yeah. That's how many we've got. Okay. I am just going to do this in the order on which you're on the board. So Bjorg is one, Brandon's two, uh, Silas is three, Klaus is four. Actually, no, it's, a, it's four yeah, it's of four you. Four of Kuthrik is out. Like a light. You're all going to have to cover him. So one is Bjorg, two is Brandon, three is Silas, four is Klaus. Two. Brandon Thymaster, roll me a perception check. Brandon Thymaster rolls a twelve. All right, that is quite good, but it is not quite good enough. <laughs> oh dear! Don't so far as uh, so far as you can tell, nothing happens. <laughs> Blissfully unaware. Just Indeed. Kind of doing press ups by the campfire. <laughs> Been a remarkably uneventful day. <laughs> uh, the next morning, when everyone wakes up, you all realize that you are short a horse. Oh no. I'm assuming it's not the one that Kutharik was on. Kutharik was in the cart. You guys still have the oh, that's cart. Right. Wait, was this our decision-making horse? Because without that, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, evens or odds? Let's find out. <laughs> evens, it was smarty. Uh, odds? No, it was the one that didn't take you through the treacherous mountainous pass. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> I've grown attached to that horse's leadership skill. Uh, we cannot uh, lose this horse. You can all roll me survival checks real quick. Uh, that's, I've been doing brilliant with that. All right, Klaus Richter rolls a nine. Silas crits it with an 18. A natural 20. Yep. Brandon Firemaster rolls a 12. Oh, wait a minute, sorry. 18. Jorg Bjornsson rolls a six. All righty. Silas, uh, you actually spot a set of tracks, horse tracks, leading away. It They seem to amble through the woods and take a... 
take a circuitous route, but with a natural 20, you are just like, you're like, boom, right there, right the fuck there. That is the way the horse went, or was taken. Corrigan has granted me a vision, a vision of horses. Brandon, you can also see the tracks, but not nearly as well as Silas. What sort of vision of horses? Horses walking <laughs> away <Whoa>. from us. <laughs> That's significantly more mundane than I was afraid of. Corrigan <laughs> works in mysterious ways. Indeed he does. I for one am inspired. I'm thinking we should uh, secure secure the remaining horse, like a tree or something, and uh, and follow this. I am in agreement. Okay, so you guys are going to abandon the path and uh, go <laughs> after your horse. I got back to the horse. Oh, when you put it like that. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, now here here's here's an important question. Just just for record, what are you doing with Kutherick? Shh. Ooh. You I got a tree with the got horse. a cart. You can leave him with the horse. Uh, uh, should I stay behind? Just put him on the uh, on our honorably large friend's back. Yes, I will carry him. <laughs> on on your back? On my back. Not quite sure how that's gonna work. He's not awake to grip you. You're no, you no, have okay. to give up hands or something. I think he might be safer uh, if we left him in the cart. He would sleep deeply. And dream of well, whatever it is, dreams of probably very unpleasant people. <laughs> I, don't know. I I feel happier if we were leaving him with the other horse, but this is uh, yeah. Fear, this is the fear, fear not for our brother. And and at that I say a prayer to Torig to watch over. <laughs> there, he is protected. Suddenly, <laughs> 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 well, feel less comfortable leaving him by. <laughs> that would be some circuitous ass logic from anyone but a paladin. <laughs> uh, I, I I can stay behind with the cart. Can we lead the horse down where we're going? I mean, you can, you can, yeah, it's big enough to fit one horse, it's big enough to fit another. Mm. But mm. what about a cart? Yeah, the cart's not coming through, through yeah. trees. Uh, we can leave the cart, maybe uh, unceremoniously sling the dwarf over the horse. Yeah, that's an idea. I mean, he did heal sounds... me, but I, I don't really know him that well, so. That sounds uh, fine to me. Yeah, but if anything took the horse, and like, you know, we have to attack it, then essentially we just, we, 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 Left like a like two snacks for it, <laughs> but we will kill it. No, I think, I think Steve's idea was horse. Yeah. yeah, okay, and bring him with us. We're putting a lot of faith in horses. So I think we should. Uh, we should just <laughs> go the whole horse. hog. Yeah, we'll go the whole horse as the case maybe. Sling Kutharik over that horse. Okay, is that what you're doing? You're you're taking the other horse. You're uh, uh, throwing the dwarf over. We'll say with the you can use the harness to strap yeah. him in. Okay, cool. I was about to ask if I needed to if any of us needed to roll to tie him to the horse. I do. I do have rope. <laughs> that would end well. All right. So you guys are going to track the horse tracks while leading another horse. Um, if you were going to roll stealth checks, I'm going to tell you now you can't. <laughs> the horse clopping with Kutherick bouncing on top of it is is definitely going to let anything know you're coming. So. Wherever we go, we go together. Yeah. Uh. Actually, I I would like to roll a stealth check and you know follow the party a little bit to the side. You're gonna try to navigate the the forest. Not gonna keep them in vision, but you know just barely and walk along. You know, if if somebody were to see all of them, they might not notice me. Okay. Give uh, <laughs> give me a stealth check and a survival check to make right. sure you don't accidentally go a little too far and lose them, or accidentally all drown right. in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see a well in the forest. Klaus Richter rolls a 15 on a stealth check. Alright, now I'm going for survival. And a 9 for survival. Ooh. <laughs> Give me a perception. Oh, God. <laughs> Klaus rolls an 8. Uh, everybody else rolled me perceptions, too. Um, <laughs> Klaus, well, Klaus, Klaus would like to stealthily shout, Hey guys, where'd you go? <laughs> Ooh. Alright, Silas, Silas crits it. That might be all we need. Silas notices that uh, that Klaus is, is walking and stealthing, and despite the fact that he's stealthing, Klaus is able to notice, <laughs> or Silas is able to notice that Klaus has gone way too far off and is looking in the wrong direction and has clearly lost sight of them. This is great. 
Or he's sneaking away. He's he sneaking away. Yells out loudly, you thief, this way. This is great because Bjorn critically failed. Wow. <laughs> Bjorn starts stomping toward Klaus uh, loudly, <laughs> thinking that that's the way they're supposed to go, completely ruining Klaus's stealth check. This way, this way. All right, I'll follow the noise. Yeah, it's not hard to find. <laughs> is oh. this where we're going? Oh my god. You guys are going the wrong way. All right. Well, since Silas got a natural 20 on his stealth check, or on his... Since Silas got a natural 20 on his survival check to follow the horses, and Brandon Thymaster got an 18, I will allow y'all to follow them for about an hour or so, deeper through a winding path in the forest, till eventually you come to this clearing. That's a black hole. Whoa. Uh, so so what, the, what this is, is there's a big stone tower. And the black hole represents the part that's inside, since you can't see it. Uh, but it is about four stories tall. It looks very beat up. There's a lot of foliage around it. Um, and all around is nothing but a thick, dense forest. This little path you took looks to be the only way into this clearing. And as tall as it is, the trees are taller. So it would be very difficult to spot from afar. It so is quite concealed. Definitely is definitely built with uh, it is definitely built with the idea of stealth and not being disturbed in mind. So is is the path leading up to it overgrown, or does it look like maybe something lives here? Or? You, the path you followed it's narrow and winding and very hard to find, but it was a path you could use it. Ominous spooky uh, tower, guys can't go wrong. Are the horse tracks still here? The horse tracks lead to here, but once you get to this area, it's a little too hard to track. Uh, are there any doors in this tower that we need? There is. There is one large wooden door. Oh, do we just go up and knock and ask for our horse back? Is that, uh... <laughs> we could always try. You, you can proceed how you would like to proceed. Well, what do you actually, think, if, yeah, why, 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 why don't you do that? Maybe, uh, maybe uh, Klaus, maybe you and I hang back like in the trees with a couple uh, yeah. you know, arrows, arrows knocked. <laughs> I was thinking that. I'll hide. I'll hide within 30 feet of the door if there is a place. As far as treeline goes, there is not. Treeline functionally uh, ends at the edge of the map, and that is 45 feet. Oh, well. All right, so this is all. Yeah, this is right. Clearing. All right, well, I'll. Yeah, I don't know. Bjorg is going uh, to mosey on up to the door. Brandon will follow. Happily oblivious. Are there any kind of markings? Just a door. No markings. Okay. Like, is there a handle? Uh, there is a round ring, like you would pull open handle. Oh, okay. Uh, is there a, like a, one of those um, speaking windows? There is not. Like that? Okay, that's right. It is all solid. Very, very thick, very new. Despite the fact that this tower oh, looks okay. like it's probably quite a bit older than the doors. Interesting, okay. And, wait, where are Klaus and Silas as you two go up? Well, I'm hanging out with Silas, so I'm over here. Uh, put myself about 20 feet back. Silas so is gonna knock an knock an arrow and be ready just in case uh, we have an unfriendly reception. All right, Klaus will do the same. Okay, you knock and there is no answer. And there's no sign immediately in the area of horse of horse tracks that we completely lost the trail. Yeah, the trail led to here. Okay. Um, well, it is quite late. And there's Maybe no there's... visible area where the horse could have gotten out. Like I said, this looks to be the the path you took looks to be the only way in or out of this clearing. Open the door! Open the door! Why did the horse open the door? <laughs> I am at a loss. Uh, this Bjorg's gonna thinking about. Bjorg's gonna turn back to class and just kind of kind of go like, can 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 you track check to see if this door is trapped? Ah, good idea. I'll do that. Give me one sec. I gotta look up how to detect traps. Work. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. Class rolls a natural one. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you this door is completely free of traps. Actually, Klaus jumps back and like grabs everyone's like, Get back! This thing <laughs> is trapped to shit. If we <laughs> touch it wrong, this whole clearing is going to blow up. Okay. <laughs> in fact, I'd be careful where you step. Oh, we're lucky to have made it in here alive. Bjorg is going to stand very still and look around on the ground. I think our horses are gone, our guys. <laughs> well, I had a good run. 
Oh, wait a minute. I'm seeking to become one with the universe. I'm, I'm not going to be intimidated by a door. Brandon Firemaster would like to pick up a rock and throw it at the door. <laughs> Klaus runs for the trees. Oh, shit. <laughs> the rock smashes into the door, which sort of tilts in a little bit. It's not even locked. <laughs> Come, we must avenge our horse. Bjork uh, then shoulders the door open. All right. Yeah. Roll me a... Perception check, followed by a fortitude save. Uh, And that goes for Brandon, too, since he's right by the door. Anybody who's near the door is, uh... (laughs) Actually, that's just you two. The rest were standing back. So, Bjorg rolls a 12 on his perception and a 16 fortitude save. Okay. Brandon Thymaster? Rolls a 14 on perception. Uh, roll, Brandon Firemaster rolls an 11. Alright. You both look in, and as you do, the stench hits you. Bjorg manages to choke back the urge to vomit, but Brandon Firemaster lets a, uh, <laughs> lets a little bit go as the overwhelming scent of blood and death just smacks you in the face. And I will show you what you see in just one second. There we go. It should be good. That is a lot of dead horses. Actually, those are dead. What appear to be bandits. They are wearing the patchwork clothing and broken rusted armor of highway brigands. People who steal and survive off of travelers. Uh, A horse is a murderer. And you (laughs) definitely... He was almost so quiet. You do see <laughs> the horse corpse in the center of the room. No, lead a horse. Murder, suicide. <laughs> Our oh, who has done this? If you would like to go in and look around, you can find out. Am I um, am I relatively feeling better about the uh the door? Yeah, you think maybe you might have misread the situation a <laughs> little. Right. I'll cautiously creep back up. I, I think our horse may have killed a bunch of bandits and then died. <laughs> I think we may have traumatized it with the uh, the wolf incident that we are no longer speaking of. I still don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never, never will. will. <laughs> Alright, so Bjorg is going to step in and just kind of uh, see what the nearest... He's going to um, approach the nearest bandit corpse to try and get a sense of you know, how it how it died. He, he died or did whatever. All right, go uh, go in and roll me a. Did they get rid of search? Uh, oh, they got rid of search. Okay, uh, I guess just roll me a perception check. All right, perception. So Bjorg rolls an eleven. Well, you're not a hundred percent certain how he died, but his eyeballs have melted. And his throat looks like it's been torn out, but not by any claw, just like perfectly carved away. By a hoof. <laughs> <laughs> this is disconcerting. Oh, but, this horse is vicious. Does oh, he like, had anything like healing potions or anything like that on? Any no, these guys are wearing mismatched shit armor. Like they are, I mean, you can take it and you could probably get a little bit of money for it uh, if, oh. if you could haul it. But it's That's... it's what you have is worlds above what they have. Um, does it look like this? Does it look like this place was uh was was like their hideout or you know? It looks like it was. Actually, so now that you're inside, it looks like it used to be something far grander than it is. You okay. see, like the stairways going up are rotted and broken. Um, you, from the inside, you can see how chipped everything is. Uh, roll me an intelligence check. All right, Bjorg rolls a nine. Yeah, you're just like, oh man, this uh really let this place go to shit, I guess. This tower is extremely crappy. <laughs> um, but right by you, actually, since it's right by the brigand you went to investigate, you do notice a small ceremonial altar in the center of the room, and streaks of blood running all around it. Uh, uh, he's, Bjorg is, so, you know, 
Bjorg is a simple Northman, but even the simplest Northman understands that, you know, blood-covered altars probably shouldn't just be straight-up touched. <laughs> I'm not thinking. Unless you want me to roll an intelligence check. No, no, that one. You live in a world of magic and monsters. Yeah. Some shit is just a given. Yeah. <laughs> is anybody else going to come in and investigate? With yeah. Like, if if like he's going to yell out and tell us what, what's in there. Yeah. Yeah, just... Silas right. wants to check out this uh, this altar, see if there's a way to maybe to maybe bless it in the name of Toreg, make this a holy oh, place. Class wants to look for valuables. Okay. Uh, I'll Everybody, flank, oh god. I'll flank board. <laughs> Sorry, not board. Bjorg. Okay, so everybody's going inside. Everybody but Bjorg can roll me an intelligence check. He already got his. <laughs> it was a tower once, and still is. <laughs> but no one lives here. Klaus Richter rolls a three. <laughs> Si- Silas's lack of intelligence check is a natural one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not so sure about your tower theory. <laughs> I can't even find the intelligence check. <laughs> Thunder core. Looks like an open field of meadows. Easiest to me. Yeah, I roll a seven. I really, I really can't elaborate on your theories very much, guys. Yeah. Um, when Kuthrick wakes up, he should heal these people. It looks like these <laughs> men died of natural causes. <laughs> oh wow! So Klaus and Brandon really don't have a thought about the uh, about the tower at all. It's like, hey, here's the tower. All right. Silas, on the other hand, is convinced that holy shit, this was definitely a giant's boot. Like this, <laughs> a giant left his boot, and this is it. Fucking weird, man. Fucking weird. <laughs> Rejoice, for we are in the boot of Toreg! <laughs> There's your episode title right there. Oh my god, that might be it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, somehow, I, I, I somehow have my doubt that the, the boot of Toreg would leave halters like that lying around, unless Toreg is given to killing horses. Uh, yeah, now that you're close, you can definitely see that unlike these people, your horse had its throat slit. And, blasphemer. we'll just run down the line here. I think it is Silas's turn, and he wanted to know more about the altar. So he can know, roll me a knowledge religion, or knowledge arcana, whichever he is more comfortable with. I'm uncomfortable with Silas gets a 17. Holy shit. Guy knows his religion. He does. Uh, you have seen this sort of work before. It's it's pretty standard dark magic. Um, from the from the looks of it and everything, it appears to be an altar to just the dark gods in general. Uh, for the offer of blood, they receive power, blessings, sometimes physical boons. It's not great work. You're it's a little shoddy to be perfectly honest. You uh you can tell like they probably stole this out of somebody's thing without realizing it. Um, but there is one thing that catches your eye. The altar has a simple bowl in the middle, and it is stained with what you imagine is probably horse blood. But at the very center bottom is a pulsing red gem. <laughs> and that <Miles>. does <laughs> not look shoddy or shitty. Uh, I don't know, Silas is kind of split. On the one hand, you know, gem is kind of nice. On the other, this <laughs> filthy, you know... Th- Work of like you know of blasphemers and not even good blasphemers. Like, <laughs> it's like nothing, nothing annoys me more than 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 shoddy heresy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, that's the episode. <laughs> shoddy heresy. All right, but that was Cla- but that was Silas. Klaus <sighs> is trying to loot the corpses, of course. Yeah. Give me a perception since there's no more search. Uh-huh. I've been doing great with that all day. Better than your survival. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, class rolls a 15. Alright, a 15. You can see that, um, we'll say you just search a couple of the soldiers. They're all, give or take, the same. They're wearing sort of beat-up old armor. Uh, Some have swords, some have axes. All are very mismatched and rusted and, you know, sort of beat to hell. They got a lot of use out of this stuff, and they wore it down. Uh, You do find a few gold pouches on these brigands but when you pick up the pouch you notice that it's it's not right it doesn't jingle and when you open it it looks like the coins have been fused together in a solid lump Hmm, cool which 
You also know enough about money to know that without the kingdom stamping, it's just random metal. It's still gold, right? Oh, no. No, there's no gold uh-huh. in here. Wow. This is this is like copper and maybe one streak of silver. Yeah. These guys were very poor, if you're not getting the message. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... Silas and... will, uh, will fish the gem out and, like, you know, and uh, call the party over. Okay. Uh, Silas reaches in and uh, grips the gem, and at his touch, darkness Uh-oh. seems to swirl around you. Not completely engulfing, but all the light that was streaming in from outside just seems to be choked and, and filtered. And the gem burns in your hand, Silas. And in fact, you take one negative energy damage. As it uh, sort of thing. You can keep holding on if you want, or you can let I, go. I, I sense this gem is a piece, is a thing of evil. I'll let it go, but I'll make it a point not that it doesn't go back into, like, you know, into the bowl. It'll drop oh, on the it, floor. It, you never were able to pick it up. You just oh. touched it, and that happened. It's, oh, well, it's, pretty, it's pretty in there. Okay, right. well. What Silas will do then is uh, kind of kind of slap the bowl off the off the altar. Uh, as you pull back, you ca- you the bowl is attached. It's all one piece. You slap the bowl, um, and a dark, billowing red smoke begins to pour forth from the bowl. It's the color of old, rusty blood, and it is just spiraling. And then within the red smoke, you see a pair of black dots appear like eyes. Oh, hell. In a voice. Who dares disturb my slumber? Unclean beast! (laughs) No, that Toreg blesses this place now! Do we get wishes? (laughs) (laughs) If your wish is for death, then yes. Who dares? Man, I once headbutted a guy so hard I stole his dreams for a week. Who dares? <laughs> Brandon Trimester, that's who dreamed. <laughs> the, the smoke somehow looks a bit perplexed, as though it's not quite sure what the fuck to do with any of you. You don't frighten me. Smoke inhalation. We could smoke you. <laughs> you can try. The last ones who let me out. Well, you're standing on their bodies. The horse did this? <laughs> <laughs> A sacrifice to begin my coming. You. <laughs> yeah. I'll warn you, man. I did I'll some time of celibacy. So, uh, <laughs> again, I don't want to make this awkward, but. You enjoy Take comfort in them while you can. Soon. The gate will open all the way, and I shall come forth into your world. He's not getting the joke. He kept he keeps using the same word. <laughs> this just isn't right. getting better, is it? I'll shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> you you shoot, uh your arrow goes through the smoke, and uh since oh, this God. is where you're positioned, uh <laughs> <laughs> roll me oh man roll me a d10 and pick the number um alright I pick 4 roll d10 right. 8 you are far enough away from your picked number you do not shoot Silas as Sweet. the arrow comes arcing through the smoke from the other side and just clatters to the ground yeah again just this is what we consider a victory <laughs> uh, where is my squad friend when I need him conscious Silas will detect evil. <laughs> oh, you detect so much goddamn evil. <laughs> like, just a shitload of it. In case any of you're wondering, this creature is evil. Good evil. There's only the strong and the weak. And you are weak. And I think your blood will nourish me. And uh, the smoke actually explodes outward, completely filling the room. Just, just engulfing all of you in a mist for about maybe two or three seconds, and then it just vanishes like it was uh, never there. All right, I think I killed it. Well, that was not good. Everybody, roll me perceptions. Wow, I did not expect Silas to grab the clearly evil <laughs> altar gem. Klaus rolls a three. <laughs> Silas gets a nine. Surely you must have expected that by now. 
Bjork rolls a 12. Uh, Brandon Firemaster rolls a 23. Bjork thinks he hears something, like like something, like maybe like a rat skittering or, or something. Um, Brandon is the only one who definitely recognizes the sound and has a moment to react before it sort of comes to life uh, in that you're like, huh, that sounds a lot like skeletons digging their way out of corpse flesh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So you may have one action, Brandon Thighmaster. Hmm. <laughs> that, that is an oddly specific uh, conclusion to jump to. Hey, man, you rolled a 23. You gotta... You do good. You get... Okay. I want to uh, basically move to the nearest corpse and stamp on it as hard as I can. Okay. You will get an attack off on this one, which is near the altar and the horse. Um, so what the rest of you see is Brandon Thighmaster race over, and go ahead and give me an attack. An arm strike for 19. That will hit. Uh, he crunches through the pulpy flesh and smacks into something which makes like a rustling sound uh, just before every corpse suddenly explodes away and skeletons crawl and force their way up through the flesh. Well, the good news is we've got experience in attacking dead things, so... <laughs> well, balls! And boom! And it is worth noting that the three nearest the altar are a little different. They burst uh, out as skeletons, and then as soon as they hit the air, immediately catch fire. Fire. Fire, we meet again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, but the one that you kick does look a little damaged. And at this point, I am going to need initiative rolls from everyone. Alright. Right. Your rolls a 12. Klaus rolls an 11. Silas rolls a natural 20. It gets a 26. Holy crap. Which means that every like, attack I make from here on will be a 1. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem likely. Uh, oh, wow. Brandon Thighmaster. Go, go ahead and announce it. Sorry. Brandon Thighmaster rolls a 23.3. <laughs> you got a natural 20 as well. So... So I guess it actually comes down to Silas having the better initiative. Silas, a bunch of skeletons just sprang to life out of the corpses. There's a soft tickle of laughter in the air, and your detective senses are still buzzing like a motherfucker. But you have the move. All right. Well, Silas will choose uh, the the flaming skeleton in front of him as his, uh, and he will uh, he will activate his smite his smite evil ability. All right. Are you talking about the one? Uh, Directly next to the altar, or the one that Brandon Thymaster just kicked? The one directly, the, the, the flaming one directly in front of me, I guess in front of the altar. Okay, thank you. Okay, so this thing is, is undead? I mean, you All would right. assume as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Alright, two, atta two, uh, two attacks coming in. First is a 25 against AC, and the second is a 20 against AC. Those will both hit. My god, you get a big bonus for your smite. Oh, yeah. That guy's boned. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see here. This is plus two on the attack since uh, these guys are undead. Uh, is that based on... That's based on, the, that's based on the smite and the fact... And, well, alright. So, if the smite, the smite is if, fine. I'm making sure you're not doing uh, like point blank or sneak attack or anything like that. Well, they are within 30 feet. They are, but they're also undead. Oh, no, wait, no. Point and light doesn't matter. That's yeah. for hitting. Yeah. That's not damage. Yeah. Most of the damage bonuses don't apply for undead. Yeah, this this one uh, this one does. Yeah, smiting does. Yeah, so plus two. Go ahead. All right. All right, first attack does six. Okay. Second attack also does six. All right. Uh, your, your arrows hit and, like, chip off, and it, it's the little holy blasts kind of leave a little nick, and it, it looks annoyed, um, but... You definitely get the feeling your arrows aren't doing all that much. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, hit, hit, yeah. Hit, hitting things that are just bone, it's kind of like, oh hey, one went through it. Oh look, another one through it. Yeah, that smite did help though. Well, Brandon Thymaster, you are up. You've got a a burning skeleton. Actually, I have to check something. Yep. All right. Uh, since you started your turn next to a burning skeleton, you are going to take a d6 of damage. I'm on fire again. Three damage. Jeez. Well, I'm getting a bit sick of being set on fire, so I'm going to use my uh, special attack. 
flurry of blows. <laughs> you guys will be uh, surprised by how much I can blow. I like to, uh, <laughs> and uh, just, uh, I think it's two attacks. So that is, both, that is. Both on the same skeleton, mm-hmm. if I may. Well, the seven does not hit. Oh, man. But the 16 does. Uh, for four damage. And given what you did last time, that is enough to actually finish it off. Uh, unfortunately, when you finish it off, it explodes, uh, dealing one fire damage to you. Well, I was damaged, but I did have the satisfaction of exploding my opponent. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, now the skeleton's turn. So Klaus is going to get one. Oh, crap. Is it my turn? Uh, no, it's the okay, skeleton's good. turn. All right. That's oh, close. shit. This is going to charge. This is going to tie a foot and charge. Uh, Silas is taking two, but they can't get a char- or they can't get a flank on you, so that's something. And this last one will... Who's free? Klaus. Ah! TPK. TPK. These guys are, are... There's numerous, but they're not strong. So we'll start with Brandon Thighmaster, who just blew the shit up uh, a fucking skeleton, which is pretty cool. Mighty blows. Mighty blows. And you are going to take two sets of two claws, and they get a plus two to their attacks, because they're flanking you. So first one... uh, Alright, seven. That's not going to hit. Does a 19 hit you? 19 does hit me, yes. Five damage. Yes, that puts me down to zero. You are still standing. Second round. Uh, I don't think a 15 will hit. No. Nope. Okay. But a 23 will. <laughs> Certainly will. Three damage. Gives me a minus three. Already. Now I am the one who is burned, truly. <laughs> 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 Alright, next up uh, are the ones that are going to go after Silas. These do not get any bonuses. So, first set. Does uh, an 18 hit Silas? Yes, it does. What about 17? No. Alright, three damage. And the second skeleton. Uh, 17 doesn't hit, but a natural 20 will, and he's gonna roll again to confirm. Uh, yeah, four plus two is six, that doesn't hit. So, five damage. And Klaus. Ah. Two sets on you, but no bonuses. Oh, natural 20. Oh, <laughs> That's shit. definitely going to hit. Uh, does an 11 hit? Um, I have to check. Where's my armor class? Defenses? Uh, arm- oh, wow. Is my armor class roll 18? Wow, yeah. is it? Sweet. Yes. Oh, no, yeah, you have a not... super high dex. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, he has to roll again to confirm the crit. Uh, that's not going to do it. So six damage from the natural 20. And okay. then the second skeleton's going after Shit. you. That puts me at one. Well, I'm 19 hits. Fuck. So four damage. So All right. <laughs> oh, so much for that macro I've been working on. <laughs> okay. Um, Klaus will fall down. Bjorg, it is your turn. Alright, uh, so Bjorg is, uh... Oh, sorry, here. Bjorg, you started next okay. to a burning skeleton. So, alright, One fine. damage. One damage, okay. Uh, did, just a quick question, just so I can clarify. Did Kutharic heal Bjorg all the way up last time? Yes. Okay, gotcha, so he's, so he's at his at his max. Yes, Kutharic gotcha. sacrificed his consciousness to throw an extra spell to wake you and heal you. Plus you got rest. Alright, so, let's see here. Bjorg is going to go into rage. Okay. So the the a, a gla- kind of glazy bloodshot madness goes across his eyes and he uh he starts to fucking hulk out. Um so let's see here. Seven. He's gonna take a big haul off swing at the uh skeleton right in front of him. And rolls a nineteen. Oh uh, yeah, that'll that'll definitely hit. Uh you uh, what what kind of weapon do you use? Greatsword. Alright. So that is at the burning skeleton in front of you. Yes. Alright, that hits. Damage is 14. My goodness. Despite the fact that a greatsword is a very shitty weapon to use against this kind of creature, uh, you cut right through that fact and, in fact, smite it. uh, Killing it in one blow. And causing it to explode. Dealing dealing one damage to you. Man! (laughs) Out of of a d6, you're getting lucky. (laughs) Yeah. Alright. Would you like to move, or...? 
Uh, all right. Uh, actually, yeah. Let's see here. Um, and I so, don't know if he would be conscious enough to realize this, but if you stand next to the burning skeleton, you take damage. Yeah. No. Um. He's gonna. So let's see. Brandon is down. Silas is still up over there. Um. It really doesn't. Is is the uh, so a question about the altar? Is it is it like could he jump over it to get to to try and get to where Silas is to help him out or um? It would be a check. Uh. Okay. Um. It would be an acrobatics check. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm just trying to make that call here because it's because it's there's a dead horse as well. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't want to end up. I just want to end up prone. Um, yeah, that would not be a great plan. No, that would not be a great plan. Uh, let's see here. Um, he's gonna move to. So, um, just as a quick thing, uh, I, like I said, I know he's not the most in the most lucid state anymore. But um, is it like are these things gonna try to move to kill all you know those of us who are still standing before they before they like before they finish off the ones on the ground. You have no or... idea. Okay, cool. You, you don't know their attack pattern. Okay, gotcha. Um, Alright, uh, he's going to... Uh, Bjorg is, Bjorg's going to try and make that vault, man. Alright. So uh, It's not too high, but it's a DC 10 acrobatics. Okay, so should I just roll dex, a dex check? Or... No, an acrobatics check. Acrobatics check. Oh, okay, this is going to be hilarious. Alright, Bjorg runs, vaults, and rolls <laughs> a six, so... You uh you you your foot clips the altar which does not fucking move. Um yeah. and you go tumbling. Roll me a dex check to try and land on your feet. Alright. Uh, let's see how this goes. Still raging, still raging. Uh yeah, I can deal with this. Um uh, Bjorg rolls a thirteen dex check. Alright, Bjorg lands and he is not prone, but he does okay. provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. For you, you landed right next to a burning skeleton, and oh, then you had to, like, flail in midair. There's no way he's not going to take a claw on you. Sure. So, uh, just look at the first one. Ignore the second. Okay. Does a 17 hit? It does not. Woo! That's good, because that would have been 10 damage. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> he swings at you, and your armor deflects it. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> like the board office cubicle of skeleton. Oh, man. Okay, Klaus. First, yep. give me a constitution throw. Alright. Um, constitution. Klaus rolls a six. Klaus is at negative four. <laughs> but, before we move on from his turn, in the uh, in the sleep world that he has entered of bleeding out slowly to death, uh, Klaus hears that same voice from the smoke whispering, There's potential here. Not much potential, but I'm going to need some help getting started. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, you, God. You have no strong allegiances to goodness. Follow me, serve me, and I will make you stronger. You will not die here. Well, I'll, 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 give me a minute to think about this. Think quickly. <laughs> Your okay. blood pools around you, and I cannot mm. yet revive the dead. Okay. <laughs> So that's just that's on the table. Um, just letting yeah. you know. I'll I'll see I'll see how far I bleed out before I uh, stabilize. <laughs> it's good to have a backup plan. Yeah, yeah, you know, this is possibly the dumbest thing we've ever done. <laughs> it only took us four sessions to become servants of ultimate evil. <laughs> I think this is session eight. So. Oh, okay. Under ten. Under ten. Under ten. Okay, there is only one of the um, burning skeletons left, and it is going to use its turn to try and swing at Bjorg. Oh, man. Two twelves is not going to hit. No, it is not. You are quite fortunate, sir. Silas Kane, you've got evil around you. What are you going to do? Oh, Bjorg, are you taking care of this one in front of the altar? Uh, the last remaining burning one? Yeah, you can deal with that one. I can deal with that one? Uh, no, I mean, I, no, no, Bjorg, Bjorg will continue to kill the shit out of the one, the last burning one, because the burning ones are, you know, extra dangerous. Okay. All right. Well, Silas will back up a five-foot step, and uh, I guess this, I guess the guy next to me can take an op attack, but Silas will shoot two arrows into him. All right. He's going to take his op. Uh, only the first one counts. Six does not hit you. Nope. All right. First one is a 25 hit and uh, crappy two damage if that hits. It does hit, and it just whizzes right through his bones. Like, uh, like it didn't matter. Alright. The next one is a 10, and it would have been good damage, but I imagine that 10's not going to hit anything. Yeah, it clinks off the bandit armor. 
Torig is merely prolonging your agony. Brandon Thighmaster, roll me a constitution save. Okie dokie. Oh. Brandon Thighmaster rolls a five. And you are now at negative four. <laughs> and you too hear the same smoke voice in your head. So strong. So powerful. You seek perfection. Sorry? <laughs> he's, he's whispering in your, in your dream death state. You hear him whispering. So strong. You seek perfection. But back away, buddy. I've, I've got a vow of celibacy to hold, so uh, just just take that somewhere else. Come on. Don't make this, don't make this weird. <laughs> don't make this weird as I lie down. Perfection is fleeting, monk. Soon you'll age, weaken, and die. I can offer you another alternative. I can make you eternal. Or you can die on the stone floor here, having accomplished nothing. The choice is yours. Accomplish nothing? Have you seen these abs? Come on, dude. <laughs> oh. I'm insulted. Vanity is a shield against darkness. Well, you are at negative four, sir, and uh, we will come back to you on your turn. Uh, it is time for the lesser skeleton's turns. Lesser. Lesser. This is going to charge up. We're actually going to five foot to Silas. This one's going to five foot over, giving them a flank on you. This one will five foot and charge Bjorg. Yay. Uh, however, uh, everybody who's still up, roll me perceptions. So Silas and Bjorg. All right. Um, dice. <laughs> Silas gets a three. <laughs> All right, Bjorg rolls a 12. Oh, man. In the, in the heat of battle, you notice that one is coming, and you expected two. And you glance over and realize that one skeleton has stayed with both Brandon and Klaus's collapsed figures, and they are kneeling down, lowering their blades, holding them closely over each of their throats. Oh, motherfucker! But you have bigger problems to deal with because there's a skeleton coming at you. Uh, what do you first? 21, I'm pretty sure, hits even you. Is that Bjorg or Silas? Bjorg. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it. Alright, three damage. All right. My god, I have not rolled higher than a one for damaging you this whole game. <laughs> Or this whole session. Silas, you're taking uh, three, three sets of two, and two of those are going to be flanking. So, uh, let's see. We will do the non-flanking first. Uh, natural one, roll to see if he hurts himself. He does not hurt himself, but I'm pretty sure a 13 does not hit Silas fucking Kane. Yep. Alright, next set uh, has the plus two for flanking. 23, I believe, will hit you. Yep. 18? Alright, uh, it's nine total. Alright, that puts me down. Thank you, Toreg, for your lesson in humility! <laughs> Alright, last stand of Bjorg. Actually, as you are dropping, a slight light sort of flickers in your chest, and you are still standing at two. Hey, Toreg, not such a dick after all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you can say a lot about Silas Kane, but he is devout. And that shit counts for paladins. Next one's going on you. Well, Toreg's justice might not have been any good because you still get dropped with a 22 hitting for four. He's not down as much. He's not. And, uh, Bjorg, roll me a perception. Alright, Bjorg rolls a 19. You notice that, uh, the skeleton that claws, uh, Silas into unconsciousness comes away with its hands sort of burning and, and cracking, and uh, it seems to actually have taken damage from that blow. Hmm. But Silas is still down. I want to be very clear about that. Silas is still down. <sighs> Bjorg. All right. All right. Let's see what I can what Bjorg can do before he drops. Uh, he's going to deal with the... Uh, uh, does it look like... Does it look like the... So you said that the knives are out with those various skeletons over there. Are they... Does it look like they're waiting, or does it look like they're, they're going to do it in the next turn? I told you what you saw. Okay, gotcha. Um, Alright, he's gonna, Bjorg is going to attack the skeleton, the burning skeleton right in front of him. Oh, um, yeah, you take, uh, yeah, four damage. Four damage, okay, so he, let me, I'll adjust that in a second. I'm trying to figure something out. I forgot I designed this fight when you had a cleric in the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we, 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 might be a little, we might be a little screwed. Um, Bjorg hauls back, takes a swing, and rolls a 14. Skeleton in front of him. That's gonna miss. Alright, with. And he is down to, let's see, to four, so he is currently down to nine. Klaus, roll me a con save. 
Okay. There we go. Klaus rolls a five. You are at negative five. <laughs> TPK, TPK. <laughs> Still no. thinking about that offer. The voice whispers, The last of you is about to fall, and my servant sits with a blade at your neck. If you wish to save your friend, if you wish to live through the day, all you need to do is say yes. Otherwise, you don't have longer to think. I want an answer. I want a servant. That's, that's fucking pervy. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a creep, definitely. <laughs> I, got, I, I got some candy for you. <laughs> you want some candy? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, burning skeleton's turn. Alright. See how long I can stand. Yeah, it is, it is, uh, a testament, man. Uh, does a 19 hit you? Yes, it does. Uh, 11 <laughs> damage. Ah, shit. <laughs> Not any longer. Bjorg is now at negative two. <laughs> Alright. Bjorg drops like a sack of shit. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Silas, give me a con throw. Oh, Christ. <laughs> We're gonna go right down until each of us. Sixteen. Dead. Silas stabilizes. Yeah, only physically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you too hear a voice in your head, but it is not the voice of the smoke, nor is it the voice of the god. It is the voice of the stone of the tower, commanding you to get up, to clear this sanctuary of evil, to purge it, because you know stone speaks to dwarves. Oh my god, you're a dwarf! No. But he is he is a conduit of Toreg. A shitty one, but one. <laughs> well, you'll do. Brandon Thymaster, throw me a con save. Brandon Thymaster rolls a 12. You are stabilized at negative 4. But okay. the voice whispers, your blood is slowing. I think I'll put a knife in your throat to make it still once more. Oh, that's a kind of a... I was about to say it's a double-edged sword, but it's clearly a double-edged knife. Um, I don't know what to say to that other than fuck <laughs> you, guy. But <laughs> You could say, yeah. You could help me usher in a new era. You could be eternal and powerful. Or you could die. Mm. I feel it's quite the fair bargain. No, I'm still singing about that uh, achieve nothing thing. I, just, I don't feel like you understand me. There's like a, there's an instinct in me to get up, and it's the same instinct as doing stomach crunches, and it's a powerful instinct. <laughs> so, <laughs> gonna have to refuse. All right, and it is the skeleton's turn, and none of you can see what they are doing because you are all unconscious. <laughs> Bjorg, you are on the ground. Throw me a con save. All right. Bjorg rolls a thirteen. Bjorg stabilizes at negative two. Um, in your, in your sleep, you, you hear the voice of the smoke. You are very strong and very angry. Do you want to live, Bjorn Bjornson? I'm guessing you'd probably be pretty angry if I said no, wouldn't you? I think I would simply grant your wish. You'll either die here, or you can rise stronger than ever before. <laughs> There's a debt to work off, of course, but don't you want to live? And don't you want to be strong? Unstoppable? Oh, my stupid little smoke friend. Uh, being a slave is not living. Alright. He, sa he says as he, you know, prepares to have the GM kill his character. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back to Klaus. And Klaus, you hear... All right. Last can chance. I do my con save first? Yes, you can. Okay. Well, there's blade over you. It's not super important. All right. You stabilize. Okay. <laughs> All right. You hear the voice. Last chance, little one. Still thinking. A knife. There is no more time. If you say no, it's a knife in the throat. I didn't say no. <laughs> didn't say yes. Still thinking. Your time is up. It's yes or death. Still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Carry that thought to your grave. And. Give me a minute. You take. 
All right, you take one <laughs> damage, bringing you to negative six as a dagger slices your chest, and you Dude, are no I longer stabilized. <laughs> you just broke my train of thought. Uh, Silas is stable, uh, but unable to get up. Brandon has made his thoughts clear. And Bjorg, you are hearing in your head. You sure you don't wish to live? A debt can be paid, life can be renewed. God, you're obnoxious. <laughs> Winners get to do that. We are unstuck. Unstuck. But what? <laughs> nothing. You got nothing. Oh. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you are all just floating in unconsciousness now, back to normal dreams. Mm. Bjorg is dreaming of beer and large-breasted women. Friend Much better than smoke. Dream. Turing is raking fun. Silas over. <laughs> no more voices. I'm going to find out. No more damage. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out what's at the bottom of that well. I do believe we're all dead. After an indeterminable amount of time has passed, you all suddenly wake up. You don't know how long you were asleep for. It could have been a couple extra seconds. It could have been days. But you all awaken. Your hit points are restored to a few, uh, say you all are at three hit points. I feel refreshed. Um, the... Where is that smoky fuck? As you get up, the altar you see is cracked through the center. The skeletons are nothing but dust. And standing in the center of the doorway is a silhouette of a man in head-to-toe armor, glowing with holy power. And as they take through the room, you hear them call, which of you is the fucking paladin that couldn't handle this? And that is where we're going to leave off for the session. <laughs> Tune in next week to see who our mystery savior is. And uh, oh. if, if Kuthrek's okay outside. <laughs> we found a dwarf strapped to the horse. Is he yours? All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you, in the next, uh, see you in two weeks. Authors and Dragons is brought to you under a Creative Commons license, meaning you are free to share this material so long as credit is given to the original creators, which is us, the people who are playing it. The opening music, Take a Chance, and closing theme, Master of the Feast, are both credited to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and also used under a Creative Commons license.